Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we worship you, God. We worship you, God. We worship you. Thank you, Father. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. 
We exalt your holy name because you are good and your mercies endures forever. Thank you, eternal Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all the things you have done for us and the things you are doing in and through our lives. We thank you, Lord, for what is locked up in your spirit that eyes have not seen, that ears have not heard, that has not entered the heart of men. The things that you have prepared for us, that you have prepared us to do. Lord, we give you praise because these things are available to us by your spirit. For your spirit searcheth all things, even the deep things of your inner hearts. The spirit make known to us. Lord, we hang on the operation of your spirit this night. That once again the spirit will search what is in your heart and reveal it to us. That as we look, O oh God, unto the perfect law of liberty, we ask Jesus that you will cause our face to be radiant. We ask that you will cause our hearts to be enlightened. We ask that you will cause your fire, your zeal to be stirred again in our heart. We trust you, O oh, Abba Father, that tonight, more than what you did yesterday, you will do in our life. And I pray, O oh God, for as many that are listening to me all over, Lord, I ask that your presence will be crystallized wherever they are. I pray, Holy Ghost, that you will amplify this voice that is coming from this room. Lord, that you will miss it with your power. Lord, and they will be carried on the wings of your spirit into the heart of these people. And they will not listen with their head, but their heart will resonate. As your word, oh, come to us in the name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, for availance. We pray, oh God, for utterance in the name of Jesus. Eternal Father, we bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because we are ready for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because we know you will do what only you can do. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Um, once again, good evening, wherever you are listening and connecting with us all over the world, uh, whatever your type is, I welcome you in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for tuning in again today uh, as we uh, help ourselves to lay hold on destiny and bring to stop the oppression of darkness in our territory. Today, we believe that God is going to send his word to us and he's going to change us. He's going to change us. He's going to turn us into another man, into another woman in the name of Jesus. So I want to say that you should be ready uh, wherever you are, whether you're in the car, going home, or you're at home already, make sure you're not distracted because tonight is going to be powerful in the name of Jesus. Okay, so... Uh, yeah. So we look at that and we say that no light shines until the light begins to burn. No light shines until, light, until the light begins to burn. And we came to conclusion yesterday that when we pray, we burn. That when we pray, we burn. Prayer is like putting pressure 
on the installation of God in our innermost being, in our in our in our vessels, the, the treasures of God in our vessel. We are putting pressure on them so that they can find expression, so that the light in us can can begin to shine. That is one of the reasons that we pray. When we engage God, God begins to you know release the things that He wants to do through us. He begin to release it and people will begin to see it. They will see our light and they will give glory to his name. So we came to another point yesterday of the fact that prayer is by choice. We need to come to a point where we will prayer. We need to come to a point where we will prayer. It is important that we know that prayer is first of all a matter of the will before it becomes the matter of the spirit you must come to a point where you will decide to pray when you will decide to pray when you decide to pray when you will prayer then the ability to pray to stay to stay in power in the presence of prayer will be supplied by the spirit so the responsibility to pray is laid upon us as humans and the ability to pray is supplied by the Spirit. So we must decide to pray. Whether we feel like it, whether we don't feel like it, prayer is necessity. Is necessity for life. Is prerequisite to fulfillment of destiny. And I said this very clearly yesterday that you can do anything you want. You can go anywhere you want. You can choose the kind of life you want to live. It's fine. You can, you can be successful in doing whatever you want to do. But if you are interested in bringing to bear the mind of God, the agenda of God in your territory, if you are interested in doing what God want you to do what he has ordained you to be to do you cannot do it except you are a man that is given to prayer hallelujah so it is the matter of the will and this is what i really want you to understand i really want you to take so if you are not praying it is your fault because jesus said men always ought to pray it is man that pray it is man that pray men always ought to pray it is man that pray and the and the frequency of the prayer is called always is tag always so if you are not praying it is your fault I, I, I there are sometimes we do so many things because we want to do some certain things like we put ourselves in some kind of condition so that we can do some certain things maybe when we're in school you know you want to read sometimes we have to go get bitter cola you know just because we want to read sometimes we put our leg in our in, in water so that we will not be feeling sleepy sometimes we, we 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 read the groups because when we read the groups it, it helps us to you know to to be alive to read all these things we do for things that we build our outward man so much more we need to do when we are concentrating on the matters of prayer apostle told us about uh the the man that taught him or taught them how to pray he said when they were, when they were praying in those days they would put stones big stones in their pockets so when the weight of the stone will not make you to sleep that is what we call will that is decision to pray that is decision to pray 
sometimes I will have to buy um, Nescape. I will buy Nescape to come to you. Hallelujah. So when you begin to pray, one of the things that you will, you will come in contact with in the place of prayer is the refiner's fire. In fact, it's one of the first things you must meet. You must meet. It is one of the first class, first course you must take in the matters of prayer, in the school of prayer. It's called the refiner's fire. He's a teacher. He's a teacher. So tonight we are trusting God that the refiner's fire himself will do what only he can do in our lives. Because, you know, uh, prayer, as much as prayer is very powerful, I told us yesterday that prayer is a mechanism by which we will spiritual powers to cause change in our territory. But, you know, when you read the account of the seven sons of Scephas, when they came to the you know, to the to the to the madman, to the madman, and charged the demons and said, "In the name of Jesus, whom Paul preached, come out." And they checked. The demons spoke and said, "See, Jesus, we know. Paul, we know. Who are you?" So it is not just that we pray. It is not just that we pray. But we must get some things right in the place of prayers so that our prayer can carry weight. So that our prayer, when it is measured with the, with the checker of sanctuary, when it is measured with the checker of sanctuary, it can, it, can, it can be weighty. It can be weighty. And this is one of the reasons some people have, you know, given up on prayers because they pray, they pray, they pray, and they don't see results. So the point is that, you know, beyond just praying is the person that pray. Beyond the activities of prayer is the person that is praying. So if God is going to do something through us, through our prayers, through our incense, through our sacrifice, then it is of necessity that God must do something in us. As a person, as the person that prays, so that our prayer can resonate, can, can resonate in the realm of the spirit and cause change in the physical realm. It is true. It is true of what Jesus said. So what Jesus said, because the Bible said that it is impossible for God to lie. By two immutable things, it is impossible for God to lie. God's words are yea and amen. So when Jesus said that whatsoever thing you decree on earth shall be established in heaven, he, he, he was not lying. He was not trying to massage our emotion. It is true. It is true. So there is technology. So when we pray and we don't see results, it is because there are some things that are lacking. And one of the things that we really want to look at in the matters of prayer is the person that prays is the person that prays so i'm going to read from malachi malachi 1 to 5 it's a very popular verse but i'm going to read it i will do a little bible study then we'll pray hallelujah praise the name of the lord all right so malachi 3 
from verse 1. Malachi 3 from verse 1. Look, so the Bible said, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord, whom you seek, shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant, whom you whom ye delight in, behold, he shall come, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, this is not where I'm going, but I need to tell somebody right now that the Lord whom you seek shall come. The Lord whom you seek shall come. See, no one seeketh God and not find him. No one seek God and not find him. He said, when you seek me, you will find me. Most especially when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Although you are going to be the one to be found. I think I said this yesterday. Yes, you will be the one because God is going to be the one to find you. But you are going to be the one to do the seeking. You cannot find a spirit unless the spirit reveals himself to you. And God is a spirit. So the only way you can woo a spirit, you can, you can, you can draw a spirit is by your hunger to seek him. And then the spirit will respond by looking for you. So Jesus said, I don't want to comment unto me except the one that my father in them has drawn. So all of us that have found God, that are born again, it's not because we just want to be born again. God draws us first. Even though we wanted to, you know, change at a point because we heard the message or something. There are some people that have heard, I mean, dangerous message, very powerful message that nothing shifted in their life. But the point is that it is God that will find us. So what I'm trying to make in this place is that the Lord, the Lord who you, who, who you seek, the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come. So stay in the place of prayer. He's coming. He will come. He will come. No one seeks God and not find Him. I don't know what you are seeking for from God. I don't know what you are seeking. I don't know the depth of the grace of God you want to walk in. I don't know your passion. I don't know your, your zeal. I don't know the things that your hunger. I don't know. But I'm saying to you that if you stay, you will see, He will suddenly come. He's going to come. Hallelujah. So that is for somebody. Now, verse 2 said that, But when he, sh but when he shall come, say, Who may abide in the day of his coming? And who shall stand when it appears? You see, this is not the problem. This is where the problem, and that is where we are going to deal with today. Now, when God comes, when Jesus comes, when this fire comes, the scripture is asking us that who is going to abide? Who can endure the days of his coming? Who can stand when he comes? Who can still be standing? In, the, in his presence when he comes. You know why? Because he is going to come like a refiner's fire. He's going to come like a refiner's fire and like a fuller soap, like a laundress soap. He's going to come like a refiner's fire. And if we cannot abide, if we cannot stand the days of his coming, then we will not be able to get the maximum thing that God wants to do in our life. Hallelujah. Who shall abide 
who shall endure in the days of his coming and who shall stand when it appears because he is like a refiner's fire and, he, and like a fuller soul. And verse 3 said, And he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. Take note of that. He said, He shall sit. He shall sit. He shall sit. They are coming back to that. He shall sit like a refiner's like a refiner and a purifier of gold, and it shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and as silver, and they shall offer unto the Lord an offering in an offering in righteousness. Then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord, as in the days of old, and in the day and in the former year of five which our last verse said, and I will come, God speaking now, he said, I will come, I will come near unto you to judgment, and I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, against the murderers, adulterers, against false swearers, against those that oppress the islands of, the island of his wages, and and, and the widows and the fatherless, and turn aside the stranger from his right, and fear not me, said the Lord of hosts. Now, this is what God wants to do in our territory. This is what God wants to do. God wants to come to us in judgment. He wants to bring judgment to the earth. He wants to bring judgment to the earth. God wants to install some things that will be a witness, a testimony to him against sorcerers. You know, we have sorcerers in our territory that are parading themselves as being real, as being light, as being, as being, as being, as, as being truth. But they are liars. They are sorcerers. They are using demonic powers to do miracles. They are they are stage managing miracles. They are they are they are lying. They are they are doing a lot of things and they are appearing to people as though they are sent from God. They are sorcerers. But this day, God is going to install some people. He's going to raise some people who will be witness against sorcerers. So we are going to see pure form of the operation of God in our territory. This is what God wants to do. He's going to come to us in judgment and this judgment will be like men. He's going to set, set men in, 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 in territories, in places that they are going to be witness against Susra so we can know original from fake. We will know original from fake. From the things God wants to do. You know, some people use some kind of diabolic means to run their business, to get contracts, you know, to, to do so many things in the office and, you know, do so many, there are so many things that are going on to get money. People are using all sorts of demonic, you know, um, demonic means to get it. But the day is coming that God is going to install men that we will see pure light from them. They will show us light, how to run ministry in a good way. Not stage managing miracles. Not lying. Not, not using people. Not, not taking advantage of sisters. Not, not doing, 
not bringing shame to the name of God. They will be pure breed. They will be witness unto God against lies, against sorcerers. God is going to bring people up in business that we, by the power of God, set up business that will become a witness to God that of a truth our God is alive. That people will come and say, how are you doing it? How are you doing it? This is what God wants to do in our territory. He is going to bring people that are going to be that are going to be excellent, like Bezalel, in their in their offices, in their endeavors, in their careers. They are not going to be people that are doing that are that are doing um, notice me or what did they call it now? They are trying to be be be, be obvious and trying to run some people down so that they can be promoted. No, we are going to have people of pure breed that. By the hand of God upon their life, like like Ezra, like Ezra, nothing can be withhold from them. When they go for contracts, nothing can be withhold from them because of the hand of God that is upon them. God is going to bring judgment to sorcerers, bring judgment to adulterers. He's going to bring judgment to oppressors, to people that to to things that is not. You know, of God in our generation, in our territory, God is bringing judgment to death. And this is what God wants to do. But the truth is that although there is urgency in the heart of the Father to do these things in our territory, the Spirit is not in haste. The Spirit is not in haste. The Lord is not in haste. Although there is urgency, the Lord is not in haste. Hallelujah. I, I got this from Reverend Tolu Angola. He is not in haste. The Lord is not in haste. He's not in haste. Though there is urgency, he's not in haste. I, I hope you understand that. I'm not going to go too much on that. Hallelujah. So, in that verse 3, he said, when the Lord come, as this refiner's fire, what he will do first is that he's going to sit. He will sit down. He will sit down with you. He will sit down with you. He's not just going to come and send you out into the territory. If not, you are going to come back with injuries. But God will sit with you. He will sit down like a refiner and a purifier of gold. And he's going to do the work of purification. The work of refining, of shaping, of, of building in us, in you, so that we can come to a point where we can offer a sacrifice in righteousness. Hallelujah. Even though the Levi has been ordained to, 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 to offer sacrifices to God on behalf of the people so that the testimony of God can continue in their generation. But the Levi need of necessity needs to be purified, to be poured, to be, to be shaped so that when they are offering their sacrifice, it will ascend to God. It will be an acceptable offering to God. Hallelujah. Because 
if this is not done, then our sacrifice will not be accepted. Our sacrifice will not ascend to heaven. We not crystallize things in the realm of the spirit. We not shake the throne of God. We not shake the foundation and the installation of darkness in our territory. Like the seven sons of Scephas, they will ask us, who are you? Because you don't have a ranking in the realm of the spirit. It is the operation of the refiner's fire. In you, have not this refiner's fire take hold of you that determines your ranking in the realm of the spirit. Is how much you respond to it. So the scripture says, Who we endure, who we stand, who we endure. It is only those that can endure. It is only those that can abide. It is only those that can that can stand and allow this refiner's fire to take full grip on them that can come out as gold, that will shine bright, that can become desires of nation, that can become territorial commanders. It is those that have allowed the purifying fire to take hold of them. Hallelujah. I say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, for our offering to be accepted, then we must be, we must, we must go through some kind of dealings with the refiner's fire. I hope you know that there is difference between accepted and acceptable. There is difference between accepted and acceptable. You know, when you read Romans 12, verse 1, it's a you, devil and brethren, and you pre present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy. And acceptable unto God, and this is your reasonable service. This is your reasonable sacrifice. This is what we 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 make sense in the realm of the spirit, and we cause God to move. If you offer acceptable offering, so you can offer something and it's not acceptable, even though. You do it and God did not say anything. You know, our life, when you talk about acceptable, you are talking about something that is up to standard. You are talking about something that is adequate. You are talking about something that, that, that is enough to, to, to crystallize what you are expecting. Hallelujah. It's enough to crystallize what, to, to make demand on what you are expecting is enough. So it is acceptable. Until our sacrifice become acceptable is not reasonable, is not enough. Until our sacrifice becomes acceptable is not reasonable. It does not make sense in the realm of the spirit. We can stay hours on our knees, but if we don't offer sacrifice in righteousness, then nothing will shift in our generation. Nothing will shift. Hallelujah. Nothing will shift. So this is what the refiner's fire seeks to do. And this is why he's sitting. He's going to sit down. And he seeks to do what to do. What, what he seeks to do in us is to make us acceptable. I mean, is to bring us to a point where we can offer acceptable offering, offerings in righteousness, 
so that our incense can measure up to the demands of heaven to shift our territory so that our offering can be enough so that when they measure it with the with the with the with the shekel of sanctuary it will weigh it will be weighty it will be weighty and we will not be questioned like the seven sons of Stephas who are you when we come and say in the name of Jesus things will shift why because God has formed us into a into that shape that is capable to carry God Praise God. So when the refiner's fire comes, the first thing the refiner's fire will burn is not your territory. The first thing the refiner's fire will burn is you. It's you. It's going to burn you. It's going to burn the, the dross. It's going to take away the infirmity, the weakness. It's going to yank us from the grip of flesh. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to deliver us. From it so that we can offer sacrifice in righteousness hallelujah so that we can offer sacrifice in righteousness so like i said although there is urgency in the heart of the father but the spirit is not in haste i'm reading from my notes now and let me tell you any spirit who seeks to hasten you any spirit who seeks to hasten you and make you jump process is not the spirit of God. Any spirit, any dealing that you are going through, and the dealing is not concentrating on process, on building, is not the spirit of God. It's not the spirit of God. If all your dealings is outside, is, is doing exploit, is going out, is going out, and you don't have a system by which you return. And God deals with you, then you are going to crash very soon. I pray that will not be your portion or any of or no, any, of, any of our portions in the name of Jesus. Because in Isaiah 28:16, Bible said that he that believeth will not make haste. He that believeth will not make haste. So we must stay with God. We must stay with God as He's sitting down. We must sit with Him and cause him to do the things that he can do in us so that we can be fit to carry him hallelujah because god must you know subject us to process and shape us into an image that is fit to carry him to carry divinity every christian is a house that god is building every christian is a house that God is building and until we assume that shape that is in the heart of the Father, we are not fit to be saved. Until we assume that shape that is in the heart of the Father, that shape that God has ordained in eternity before he sent us into time, until we come into that shape, until we become to take journey into that direction, we are not fit to be saved. God does not send baby. God does not send baby. God sends sons. God does not send children. God sends sons. And sons are built. Sons are made. Sons are made. When they are made, they are given. Hallelujah. Because if you appear too quick 
you will disappear too soon. If you appear too quick, you will disappear too soon. So pay attention to building and process. Pay attention to building and process. There are so many people, you know, because they refuse to pay attention to, 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 to process and the dealings of the spirit in their life. And they come to mountains and, you know, because they want to pray and looking for power and all these people have jammed demonic spirits. I met a woman, you know, at uh, that um, passing on the on the on the thought by uh, Rev, uh, Evangelist Rabonki of Blessed Memory. I saw that woman there. You, I, when I saw the woman, I saw demons, heavily demonized, because I don't know, I don't know how she got there, but I saw those demons. Praise the name of the Lord. And she, she, she was, she was, she was, she was pretending or, uh, what do I call it? She was expressing herself as being a Christian or a man of God, or a woman of God. But uh, that woman, she's heavily possessed. Now, if we don't give attention to building and process, this is what will become of our testimony. And God forbid that we will jam different spirits other than the spirit of God. So it is expedient that we stay because if you appear too quick, it is possible that you will disappear too soon. Amen. Hallelujah. It is possible that we will disappear too soon. The truth is, the truth is that you don't know. Hallelujah. The truth that you know is meant to build you. Sorry. The truth that you know is meant to build you. Praise the name of the Lord. To build you and make you ready for the work of God. This is what God told Ezekiel. God told Ezekiel in Ezekiel 3 verse 10. He said, Son of man, the word that I'm giving to you, say, take it first, internalize it. Let it work the work inside of you. Say, then you can now go to the household of Israel and preach the word to them. You see, the word that is coming to you must first of all build you because the fire that cannot burn you cannot burn your territory. The fire that cannot burn you cannot burn your territory. The word of God does not, that does not have effect in your life cannot have effect in your territory. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is time that we tell ourselves the truth. It is time that we tell ourselves the truth. We must open up ourselves to this fire because this is what God wants to do in our generation. I'm telling you as many that are listening to me all over the world, this is what God wants to do through your life. But you must follow this process. So when we say, I burn, we are saying, Lord, I submit to process. Let the refiner's fire and its full oppression in me. That's what it means. Hallelujah. When we say, I burn, we are saying, oh God, I release myself. I release myself to be burned. Let the drops, let the drops be taken away. Let the limitation be taken away. Let the weights and those things that don't easily beset me, let them be taken away. Some of us 
anger is still in our bosom. Anger is in our bosom. I don't know how you think God can use you with that. And you are not even taking, you are not taking it to God in prayer. Eh? When you notice anger in you or some kind of some kind of character that is not supposed to be, it is time to go back to the refiner's fire and sit down with him until he pours you and purify you like gold and like silver so that you can be able to offer acceptable offering, acceptable sacrifice in righteousness. Hallelujah. You know, there was a time I was praying when I was in in, in service in Abia. I was praying on this night and God came to me and said, Saul, I demand absolute holiness from you. I was like, holiness? But, you know, I, I wanted to be quoting scripture for the Holy Spirit. Like, I'm the righteousness of kind of I've been this and that. But when I started saying that, I discovered that the Holy Spirit went silent. So, I've learned that I'm not supposed to do that. So, I calmed down. When I calmed down, and then he now came back to me and began to speak to me and begin to open me up into he came to me and said I demand absolute holiness with you from you and then I, I, I was quick to like begin to wonder like God what do you mean holiness I'm fine I'm not doing anything I'm not committing adultery I'm not committing fornication rather I'm not um, stealing I'm not lying what 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 am I doing why but when I sit down with the refiner's fire because I know that God cannot lie. If God come to me and ask and, and say that I demand absolute holiness from you, I know that it's beyond what I think. So when I sat down with him, God began to tease out matters in my life. Matters in my life that are that are that are, that are stumbling block to the things that God wants to do in my life. And they begin to tease out. So when I saw it, then I, I released myself and I began to pray that God will take those things away. That God will take those things away. Hallelujah. Time after time, God has come to me in different way, with different things to bring some things to me so that I can I can I can work on them. There was a time he came to me, had a revelation, and in that revelation, the, the long and short of it was that God told me that I am not meek. I don't have the fruit of meekness. He told me. I, I have to I have to fight this for months. And I'm still praying to God. Praise God. See, these are little little things. These are little little things. If you are going to be the one to stand before God. The psalmist said that who shall ascend upon the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in the Holy Spirit, he that has a clean heart and a, a pure heart and a clean heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor swear deceitfully. Let me tell you, that standard is still there. That standard is still there. When we have bought some of all these things in our life, we will not even go get to Zion when we begin to ascend in the place of prayer. We will not get to Zion. So if you don't even get to Zion, how are we going to table matters before God and legislate over our territory? So we need to open up ourselves to this refiner's fire. Some of us, it is what people will say that is our problem. 
that is our consideration. We, 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 we cherish what people will say over what God is saying. What will my mother say? What will my father say? What will my siblings say? What will my wife say? What will my husband say? What will my friends say? And that has beclouded us. Some of us, God is giving us instructions to do some certain things for, for, for years now. We have, we have not done it because we are looking for a good atmosphere so that people will not, you know, tag you and, you know, tell you something. And you believe you will now look like fools to them. Hallelujah. Some of us is different thing, different thing, some different character. Some of us, we don't even know. We don't even know. But when this, we begin to engage and the final fire come and begin to chisel up matters with us, we must open up ourselves and say, God, do it in my life. I give it to you. Hallelujah. It was a Theophilus that sang, Whatever doesn't look like you, that is manifest himself in me. Whatever doesn't show your grace, that is reflecting in me. Take it away, oh. Take it away. Take it away. And he said something that, that in, in, that, in, 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 that, in that in that administration. He said that it's not song, it's a cry. It's, a, it's an art cry. It's a hard cry. We must take this kind of cry for the place of our prayer. Hallelujah. The reason why we see men disappoint God, why we see people messing up and bringing disgrace to the name of God when they are when they are placed in prominent you know places, is because they fail to deal with this. They fail to sit with the refiner's fire. That is why in our days now, even if you say you are a Christian, then you are number one suspect because a Christ, now a Christian is dangerous to do business with. He is as good as an unbeliever and some are even worse. Some are worse. Now, being a Christian is not a cliche. There is nothing about it because we have lost this touch. We have lost this touch with God. We, are, we don't give ourselves to this refiner's fire, to this acti- to this to this activation, to this to this operation of the spirit in our life. Hallelujah. It is time that we will open up ourselves and subject ourselves to the refiner's fire so that God can make us, so that He can shape us, so that He can build us into an edifice that is capable to carry divinity. Oh, it was said about Ezra that Ezra was a ready scribe, was a ready scribe in the law of Moses. Ezra was a ready scribe. Ah, what did God do to Ezra? What did God did in Ezra's life that made him ready? Ezra was a ready scribe. 
in the law of Moses and the king granted him all that he required according to the hand of God that is upon him. Ezra. In fact, that scripture started with this Ezra. I think it's Ezra 7 verse 6. He said, this Ezra, this one, is a registrar. Can God point to us and say, this man, this woman, this boy, this girl is ready. Hallelujah. The same testimony was shared about Nehemiah that the hand of God, the king granted them. They could do things in their generation because of the hand of God upon their land. They were ready. They were ready. Hallelujah. Until we are ready, we will not be able to bring judgment to our territory. We will not be able to bring judgment to our territory. So he said we should come out from among them and be separated. We must come out. We cannot bring judgment to something that we are a victim of. We cannot. We cannot. God must of necessity help us first so that he can use us to change the territory. God must of necessity help us first so that he can use us to change the territory. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm going to end here while I read uh, Isaiah. Isaiah to us. Isaiah 6. Am I not reading because time is gone? We need to pray right now. Isaiah 6. You know, Isaiah had an encounter with God. So many things were going in that place. That is not our business for tonight. But when Isaiah had an encounter with God, when the refiner's fire came, Isaiah suddenly saw that he was undone. Isaiah suddenly saw that locked up inside of him is an unclean lips. Isaiah suddenly saw this was the man that was ordained to bring the judgment of God in his generation. This is the man that was ordained to be a plumb, to be the alignment for that generation. This was a man. I mean, this is a man that was that was that was that was supposed to be the person that would declare the counsel of God. But behold, this guy has unclean lips and is even undone. He's undone. He's undone. He's undone. He's undone. And what he said, he said, Woe unto me. Woe unto me because I am undone. I am undone. I am God will not use undone people. He won't use undone people. So, so that we don't bring shame. We don't do more harm than good. God will of necessity complete the process in us so that we can become that edifice through which his glory will be seen. Hallelujah. He said, I am a man that is undone. You know what that language is? You know the language of undone? You know the language of undone. Now, let me let me let me let me explain to you in a few minutes. You know, I, I heard this from uh, Apostle Gideon in Doma in Lagos, you know, in one of the Bible studies with CRM. You know, he was talking about this Bible passage and what exactly that Isaiah was trying to say in this place. You know, he said that I am undone. 
and then you know Reverend Guido said you no know, use example of an undone you know undone yam a yam that was cooked but not properly cooked that is what it means to be undone it means to be cooked and not properly cooked you are cooked though you are cooked but you are not properly cooked and that is more dangerous than not being cooked at all because if you are not cooked we know that you are not cooked so in fact you can still be preserved as an uncooked yam but if you are cooked and not cooked properly it's as though it is it is tantamount to not be to be useless that is why isaiah said woe unto me because it's useless on done yam you cannot eat it a yam that is not properly cooked you cannot eat it because if you eat it it will it will it will cause some damage to your system if you eat a food that is not properly cooked that is not well cooked it can poison your system in fact you can die because of it so you cannot eat it because it's undone you cannot preserve it because it has left its natural state of being raw to passing through fire and then the fire does not finish or the fire did not finish the work that it's supposed to do in the yam so the yam is undone so the thing is useless it's useless see it is better that is why jesus said that no one having put his hand on the plow looking back his feet he's not fit when you put your hand on the plow you don't look back because when you look back you you are not done you are not fit hallelujah and this is what the refiner fire want to you want to make us fit you want to make us to be done. You want to make us to be done. You want to make us to be done. Because until we become done, we cannot bring a new dawn in our territory. Until we become done, D-O-N-E, we cannot bring a new dawn, D-A-W-N, into our territory. No, we cannot. God, God, give up. A, an undone Christian, undone believer, undone minister is, 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 a, is a very dangerous being because that person is poisonous, half-truths, half-truths, poisonous. Hallelujah. May God deliver us from everything that is in us, that is making us undone already, that is corrupting our sacrifice, our prayer our our incense that is not making them to ascend to god and crystallize the things that they ought to crystallize in our territory tonight is simple it is the suggestion or the advice of of paul that we are going to pray is i beseech you therefore brother, that you present yourself so tonight it is simple lord i present myself i present myself I know that as I am now, ah, I don't even trust myself. I don't trust myself. Some of us, if if one, if ten billion, I mean ten million or even less, enter our account now, you will discover that prayer, you you that you will stop praying. You will stop praying. Hallelujah. You will stop praying. 
many things will change. But a man that is done is a man that cannot be changed again. Cannot be. Cannot. Nothing can change him. He is done. He is done. If you put him under any more pressure, he does not change anything. He is done. He is ready. Because somebody of us saw God will be taking us and be establishing us in territories, in institutions, in families, in lives, in companies, and in different places. And if we are not done, when we are exposed to the intensity of darkness in our territory, we will bend. We will bend. You know, don't be quick to, 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 to cast stone against those people, maybe our leaders, some of you, you have pastors that are now counselors or governors or so many things, you know, but you are wondering like, this guy used to be a Christian. Don't cast stone on them. You need to check yourself because if you are given that same opportunity, you can do worse. You can do worse. So what, the only thing that can help you is to now go down on your knee and say, God, and say, God, that you will take over my life. And say, God, you will take over my life. That is the only way that we can endure the test of time. That is the only way that we can become that, that vessel that God wants to use in our territory. Hallelujah. So it is time to pray. It is time to pray. Hallelujah. And the prayer tonight, like I said, is Lord, I present myself. Lord, I present myself. Lord, I release myself. Lord, I release myself. Let your refiner's fire engulf me. Let your refiner's fire take over me. Shamalakata barata la da 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 da. Oh, take over. Oh, Jehovah, come to the end of myself. Take over, Jehovah, I have come to the end of myself. Take over, Jehovah, I have come to the end of myself. Take over, Lord. Take over, Lord. I'm not thinking. Don't, don't, don't do self-righteousness now. It is time to release yourself. Let Baba judge you. Let him open you up. Let him tell you the things and the places that you need adjustment. Ask that the Lord will expose you so that you don't bring disgrace to him. Tell him. So many of us we want to be married, and God is sending you to that family to cause change. But you still have anger issues, you still have malice, you have plenty of things that are that you are dealing with, or that you are not even dealing with that inside of you, and you're like that. Just say, This is me, oh, this is me. Me, I am if I am angry like this, I am ah, you cannot be used, you will be useless in the hands of God. Ah, you will be useless in the hands of God. It is time to pray and say, Lord, take over, take over. Shabalabala katata. Oh, yalanananananama shabalata. Ekongo bilande kila, sobilande ketekete. Maladadadadala katakata. 
Lord, I release myself. I release myself. That is what it means when we say, I burn. Lord, I release myself for this fire. Let it burn every dross. Let it burn every infirmity. Let it burn every weakness, everything, every seed of flesh that is in me. Those that are manifesting and those that are yet to manifest. Lord, tonight, let them be conquered. Lord, let them be conquered. Let them be conquered. Paul said, I die daily. Yes, because if you don't die daily, you cannot live up to God. You cannot, if you don't, you know, through the spirit, mortify the beast of the flesh. It is your responsibility to mortify the deeds of the flesh by the spirit. He said, if we, by the spirit, mortify the deeds of the flesh, we shall live, we shall live, we shall give life even to our territory. So it is your responsibility to mortify it. It is your responsibility to pull it down. It is our responsibility to deal with it by the fire of the Holy Ghost, not just by pretense, not just by covering it up, not just by trying to show that no, but you expose it to the fire of the Holy Ghost and you cause the Holy Ghost, you add that the Holy Ghost fire, we consume it, we, we, we destroy it. This is how God are made. God come with different kind of elements, different kind of impurities. But when it is subjected to fire, when it is subjected to fire, those things begin to drop. Those things that were not needed, they will begin to drop. They will begin to drop. And you know what? The longer the gold stays in fire, the purer the gold becomes. The longer the gold stays in fire, the, long, the purer it becomes. God needs pure vessels that it can walk through. God is looking for pure vessels that it can walk through. God is looking for pure vessels that it can walk through. Could it be you? Could, could, could it be you? Are you the one that God is waiting for? So when we say, I born, we are saying, Lord, I am taking responsibility. I am taking responsibility to put, to mortify the deeds of the flesh. To mortify the deeds of the flesh. And let me tell you, flesh is not just eh, just sinful habit. It's not just sinful habit. Flesh is a posture that a man has taken in his heart that is against, you know, the standard of God and is against the government of God. First thing that God wants to see is that he wants to make sure that his government is sure over you. Before we can say, Lord, that we be done and that kingdom come, we must be citizens of that kingdom first. The kingdom of God must reign in us. God, God's grip over us must be strong, stronger than any other grip. Jesus said, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And I must finish it. That is a man that, that the refiner's fire had, had, had worked on. That is a man that, that is a product of the refiner's fire. 
Lord, we open up ourselves. We open up ourselves. We open up ourselves. We open up ourselves in the name of Jesus. We open up ourselves in the name of Jesus. Take all of me, all of me, Lord. You are my everything. Oh, take all of me, all of me, Lord. You are my everything. Take all of me, all of me, Lord. You are my everything. Yelebosha, you are my everything. I donate my everything. I present my everything tonight. Let your fire, oh God, come and take over. Let it engulf me. Lord, what you did to Isaiah, that you brought a coal of fire from your temple, and you place it upon him, and you purge him from his sins, and you deliver him from the grip of flesh. Oh God, that same order of oppression, let it happen unto us, Tonight, in the name of Jesus, let it happen unto us in the name of Jesus. Let the call of fire be released upon us. Let every walk, every grip of flesh, everything, every weight that does easily beset us, everything that is not of you, that is that is that is detrimental to our growth in you. Oh God, tonight, let them be destroyed, let them be consumed. Let them be consumed. Some of us, it is fear. Some of us, it is fear. It is fear. Fear has crippled some of us. Some of us, it is anger. It is malice. Some of us, it is so many things. Some of us, it is fashion. Some of us, it is money. I mean, so many things that are, that are, like, that are, that are like weights that are, that, are, that are besetting us, that are not allowing us to take on this journey with God that is making us to be like undone and making us useless in the hands of God. But enough is enough. We have to go back to the process. We will go back to the query. Yes, we were not we were undone, but now we want to go back to process. That process that we jumped, that process that we jumped, that anger that you do not allow God to deal with, that malice, that that issue, that that mentality, that ideology, that value system, that operating system that you take and say, This is me, this is how I'm going to do my thing. There's nothing anybody can do. Ah. It is time to go back and say, God, would you help me? Would you help my life? I don't want to be undone. I don't want to be useless in your hand. But Lord, I open up myself for your help. I open up myself that you will consume me. You will consume me. You will consume me. You will purify me by your blood, by your fire. In the name of Jesus, Jesus said, 
you are the salt of the earth but if the salt if the salt loses its savour for what is the use what is it what is the what is what is the of what use will the salt be he said the salt will be thrown away it will be thrown away and be trampled upon upon foot that is the situation of many of us because we have lost our summer, we are we are undone. We are being thrown out because we are useless. Any sword that has lost its summer is useless. It has no work. It has to be thrown away. But enough is enough. We are regaining our saltiness. Jubilators. It starts from where we stop. Even if it is ten years ago, we are going, we are going to start from there. And say, okay, now you are ready. Now come. This is what I, I was telling you, and we will continue from there. So I want you to take responsibility to go back like the prodigal son. He said, I will arise now and go back. Yes, I will go back. He's a son, but that relationship needs to be restored. That relationship will be restored. I don't know if you are passing through any challenge in your in, in your in your in your flesh, and there's so much struggle. And maybe you are don't even you don't even care anymore what your character is, and you think God can use you that way. Say, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. There is a way that you must that you, that, that you must do. There is something you must do. There is a shape you must conform to. There is a standard that you must conform to. Yes, to be to offer acceptable offering to God. Lift up your voice and pray. Three minutes more. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Lekata, stir that fire in you. Let that fire begin to burn those things. See, when you subject yourself to fire, when you subject yourself to fire, those limitations will be burnt. Ah, you, you will become free. You will become light. The weight will be taken away. The seas will be taken away. This chaos will fall. You can now follow God. You can fly with the Spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Lord, I decide to subject to, my, to myself. I decide to subject myself to the refiner's fire. I endure. I stay. I endure. I stay. If it will take me a month on this matter, I will stay. If it will take me two months, one year, I will stay. Until I am built. Until I am built. Purify me like a gold, so I might be bold to say my body is your tent to This life is your sanctuary. My life is your sanctuary. Purify me like a gold so I might be bold to say my body is your sanctuary this body 
Is your sanctuary my life? Is your sanctuary purify me, Jesus, like a ghost? So am I be bold to say my body is your sanctuary? Lord, I decide to stay. Lord, I decide to stay. I endure. I will endure the process. I will endure the fire. I will endure. I will stand. I will stand. I will not be like those that will run away, that will not be able to withstand. But Lord, I take responsibility to stand. I present myself. I present myself unto you that you will release your fire on me. That you will burn everything that is not of every limitation in my mother goodness. Lord, that you will burn them to ashes in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you will burn them to ashes in the name of Jesus. Lord, that so that I will be able to release pure incense. So that I will be able to offer pure incense. So that I will be able to offer pure sacrifice. That is enough to invite you, to invoke you in my life, in my family, in my territory, in my nation. In the name of Jesus. He's a holy ghost, the spirit of the living God. He's a holy ghost, the scepter of the King of Kings. He's a holy ghost, the spirit of the age to come. Oh, changing everything in obedience to Christ. Oh, he's a Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the Living God. He is the Holy Ghost. You are the scepter of the King of Kings. You are the Holy Ghost. You are the Spirit of the Age to come. You are changing everything. In obedience to Christ, you are arranging everything. In obedience to Christ, you are conforming everything. In my life, in obedience to Christ, you are performing everything. In obedience to Christ, you are shaping everything. In obedience to Christ, you are the Holy Ghost. You are the Holy Ghost. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Take your place. Take your place. Have your way. Take your place, have your way. Take your place, have your way, Holy Ghost. You are the 
Spirit, I'm a living God. You are the Holy Ghost. Have your ways. Have your ways. Take your place. Take your place. Yegana malagana maradaba You are the Spirit of God. I need your thoughts in my life, Holy Ghost. You are the Spirit of God. I need your thoughts in my life, Holy Ghost. Oh, you are the Spirit of God. I see a touch in my heart. Holy Ghost. Shagala balada marada balada mayada barada da da. Ela ela na 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 na. Ela ela na wala 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 wala. Ela brodo sagada. Ibi gami gamala na malada maya la le la la galaba ya la la na 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 na. Let the infirmity catch fire. Let my limitations, oh God, catch fire. Lord, I mortify the deeds of the flesh in my life. Search my heart, oh God. Search my heart, oh God. Whether there is any evil way in me, search my heart, oh God. Lord, like the service we pray tonight, that you will search our heart. Every hidden attribute, hidden, hidden traits that is not of you, that is waiting to explode, that is waiting to manifest, all that is manifesting already, Lord, that you will take them away. Take them away, oh God. Come on, Balatwata. In the name of Jesus. Sheke Deborah Balatakata. Lord, we release ourselves to you. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we leave ourselves to you. He has that you will search our heart. He has that you will search our heart. He has that you will search our heart. Search us true and true, oh God. Search us true and true, oh God. Search us true and true, oh God. So that we will be able to carry your hand. So that we will be able, oh God, to give pure light in our territory. Lord, we ask that you will help us. We ask that you will send us up. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you will help us. We ask, oh God, that you will send us up. In the name of Jesus, oh Spirit of Jesus, we ask for your help. To the glory and praise of your holy name. Thank you, eternal Father. Oh Lord, we bless your name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Precious Father, I pray, oh God, for as many that you have spoken to this night, including myself. Lord, I ask that you will help us in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that your word we have its full, full, full function in our life in the name of Jesus. That your, that your lights, oh God, that your fire will, will be maximized in our lives in the name of Jesus. Spirit of Jesus, we ask for help. So that when the time comes to give this light, we will not be giving, we will not be giving mixed light, we will not be giving impure light in the name of Jesus. So that our light will be pure, will become that witness for you in our damage. In the name of Jesus. Please help us. Lord, help us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you will not stop until we be we become like you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, eternal Father. We give you praise, we give you glory. We thank you for what you have done tonight. May your name be glorified forever in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord.